Hello, this is Susan Marie and welcome to The Human Condition, a conversation with you based upon everyday observations that all of us experience made simple. You can catch these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and going directly to my website, suemarie.info. Today I wish to talk with you about the five basic human senses, focusing on the sense of smell. Humans have five basic senses, right? Sight, hearing, smell, taste, and touch. Olfaction, the technical term for our sense of smell, can trigger intense emotions and memories attached to a scent that can overwhelm us far more than our other four basic senses. And I find this utterly fascinating. Nietzsche himself believed the human sense of smell is animalistic and easily understood without the need for language. Have you ever experienced a situation where you are walking along, passing people on the street or say while shopping and are randomly presented with the same scent of say a past lover's perfume or cologne and it places you exactly back into that time and space when you're with that person? Or have you ever taken a child into an elementary school and the smell of the building itself triggered memories of your own childhood school experiences? For example, there's a certain brand of shampoo I no longer use because if I do, simply smelling it brings me back to my mother's house when I was a teenager. Like a movie playing in my head, I witness myself taking a bath and washing my hair. I'm able to recall exact emotions I felt because it was the first day of high school and I was nervous. I am transported directly into that time and place as if it is occurring in the present moment. Our natural scent produced by our genes help us subconsciously choose our partners and lovers. The sense of smell is connected to memory and emotions. I have something for you to try. It is seriously cool. Are you ready? Okay. Close your eyes and think of any famous painting or piece of art. It could be anything. It could be The Last Supper, The Sistine Chapel, The Eiffel Tower, Da Vinci, Pollock, Warhol, something that's in your own home. You got it? Move that image around in your head. Really see it, okay? Take in all the features of, of the piece of art or the artwork. It's pretty easy, right? Okay, now I want you to do the same with a piece of music or a song. And it could be anything. It could be by the Beatles, Ariana Grande, Snoop, Tupac, Metallica, classical music. Something you're familiar with. Just let it pop in there. Got it? Now move that sound around in your mind. It was pretty easy to recall the lyrics, the tempo, the beat, the vocals, right? Okay, so we can easily pull in sight and sound. That took seconds. Now I want you to do the same for smell with, say, a fresh, ripe strawberry. So take that strawberry you can visualize it, right? You can see that fresh, plump strawberry with 
the little seeds in it and the green top on it. If you cut it in half, you can see the, the pink flesh in the strawberry. And you can even quickly recall putting that strawberry to your mouth and what that sensation feels like, right? That touch. But what does it smell like? It's pretty tough, right? But a strawberry does indeed have a scent. And you can try anything. A grape, a banana. Most people find sound and vision more intense and easier to manipulate than they do scent. It's simple to see the strawberry, simple to see the flesh, but difficult to recreate the smell. I mean, we use the terms banana, strawberry, grape, orange to give literal meaning to how other things smell when we cannot even explain what the original smell is. The possibilities are endless when you begin this demonstration with sight, sound, and scent. Certain songs and pieces of music create the same experiences. However, smell is the strongest. But why does this occur? There are a few reasons. One, humans are not able to abstract odors. Now, what does that mean, abstract odors? It means we are unable to express odor in words and descriptions in our minds, in our mental states, as easily as we can with sound and vision. And why does that occur? So to get a little technical here, in the temporal lobe of the brain above your ear, if you take your fingers and go just a little right above your ear, right there on your head, that's your temporal lobe. There are three structures, the olfactory cortex, the amygdala, and the hippocampus. The olfactory cortex is near the main memory center of the brain, the hippocampus, and the closest to the emotional center of the brain, the amygdala. So you have the olfactory cortex, which is our sense of smell, close to memory and close to emotion. Does it make sense? Good. In 2009, the Center for Comparative and Evolutionary Psychology conducted a preliminary study on the emotional intensity of odors, where they had participants smell a variety of essential oils like rosemary, lavender, cedar wood, and rate them on various dimensions and detail as to what sort of memories and emotions they associate with each scent. And they did this in a lab setting where there are no scents present, not even like cleaner or chemical scents. And the results of this study proved that odors induce vivid memories. For example, rosemary evoked memories of vapor rub and being cared for. Jasmine reminded one participant of her grandmother's house and cedarwood reminded someone else of being in church. What scents activate your subconscious and unconscious memories and emotions. So what I want you to do is set in front of you a bunch of diverse scents, okay? Oils, perfumes, lotion, spices, wood, dirt, paint, etc. Whatever you want, whatever you have. And one at a time, smell them. And allow the scent to bring you back to a certain time and place. Once it does, and it's okay if it doesn't. Just move on to another scent if you don't get anything. But once it does, allow the images, thoughts, and emotions to be present in your conscious mind. 
and deal with why this particular scent is a trigger for you regarding memory and emotion. And do this slowly. Some scents may trigger good memories, others painful, but that's okay. Allow yourself to experience whatever you must and please do not judge whatever you think and feel. If you allow it, you may be able to understand why a certain scent stays with you and decide if you want it to stay or if it is a memory that is attached to painful emotions you need to work on to get rid of and heal. For example, there is a cologne by Ralph Lauren, Polo, you know, in the green bottle, that any time I smell that walking by a man in public, it reminds me of a relationship during my teens. I immediately see the guy's face and his smile. And it's not a bad memory at all, nor does it cause me pain. But I have yet to discover why this memory is attached to the scent that is attached to this person. And it stays with me. But I'm going to find out. Thanks to Lorenzo Stafford at the Center for Comparative and Evolutionary Psychology for the scientific study of olfaction and the British Psychological Society for publishing his work because the study of the sense of smell is important research that can lead to insight about human behavior and the human condition, which is a much more profound and serious issue that goes to the very heart of who we all are. Please join me next week for much more interesting discussions and check out last week's episode on mindfulness.